1: terms apply.
0: T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Hey, hey. Hey, yo, I gotta tell you something, man. And I am so excited about this. Go ahead. And I don't know anything about this company. I don't know anything about what uh you know, all I know is it's working for my kids, and it's gotten my kids off of video games. And it's got me playing the shit, too. And it's really, it's a lot of fun and everything. It's called
1: GraviTrax. Have you heard of it? I saw it on Casey's Instagram. And it, explain it to people who don't know what it is. But on I saw what Rocco built, and it was fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay. So GraviTrax is like a marble racing obstacle course slash
1: uh I want it reminds I, I me want, of like hot, reminds me of like old school hot wheels tracks
0: kind of like that also but also like lego also cuz you have to build and it shows you pictures of uh things you need to make the obstacle course and everything work It's really awesome. And the accessories that come with it, you know, are very creative also. There's like elevators and, you know, trampolines and catapults and, you know, slingshot, like
1: crazy things, like loop-de-loops, like crazy things. And you get into it with your son, so you're like, you don't feel like you're playing something that's, you know, it's cool because you're as interested as he is. So you're actually playing with your kid something that's fun for you both.
0: All right. When I was a kid... Times Square has this place called Port Authority. It's where all the buses come into New York City, right? Mm. And growing up, that place was like a freaking scary ass, you know, dirty, you know. They made a television show about the neighborhood I grew up in. And it's about pimps and prostitutes and crackheads and, you know, the beauty of 42nd Street and where all the movie theaters were, right? They made a a television show about it. Anyway. Port Authority had this thing, and it had, like, a bunch of uh, 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 pool uh, cue ball, you know, balls from, you know, from the pool table. So, like, from one all the way to, what is it, 12 balls, right? And they had a bunch of them, and they created something very similar to what Gravitrax is doing. And it would, but this thing made, like, music. And I remember as a kid, people used to surround this thing because it was, like, this clever contraption of, you know, winding, you know, I, if anybody out there remembers uh, the uh, Sesame Street, 1, 2, 10, 11, 11 12. 12, right, <clears throat> that Remember how the cartoon went, where it was like a pinball machine? But then, when you, when you hit the ball, it went inside one of the holes, and then now the ball's on a track yeah, and it's yeah. rolling all around. It's that's what GraviTrax is, man. Wow. And it's amazing. It's so much fun. That's it's cool. so much fun. We have so much fun with it. The kids have been doing it for two days straight, without being on a television screen, Ooh. without you know, with mm. it's just them and their mind and their imagination. That's and awesome. I just want to give
1: a shout out to them uh, and say, yeah. Yo, thank you so much for saving Christmas for us. I'm sure lots of parents are looking for any way to have their kids be fascinated by something other than video games.
0: Absolutely. Or television. You know, Uh, it it makes kids have to use their brain. There's a lot of math involved. You know, it's very specific in how things work. Uh, And then you
1: have to be creative with what you're given in that realm. It's really awesome. That's Awesome. All right, well, everybody check that out. Um, We got to talk about Wonder Woman because I don't, I really am confused about Wonder Woman. I don't know what the hell was going on. It was not good. I know I'm speaking to three fans of superhero movies. I don't ever like to diss anyone involved in creative endeavors because it is so fucking hard to make anything. And thousands of people worked on this movie, and there's so much talent. The actors are all amazing. I know the director is amazing. I just want to know from three people who like these sort of things what that was. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what a great question, Zach. Um, uh,
0: Joelle, you go first. When you,
3: when you <laughs> seem
0: to want to talk about it,
3: uh, I, I feel like this is the branded direction DC has chosen to go in, where they don't mind making these sort of like be heavy camp films but they're not for me uh but their who they audience for? really because, likes them who are
1: they for because i was watching it going is a kid gonna get any of this no, i don't not, think it's, not, for it's, for it's for children it's adults, for adults
3: specifically guys i think who are really into like old school comics which didn't always have to make sense like the the basis of reality or even have like strong structure now there's a lot of great like classic comic books but there's also there was a a genre of comics specifically for looking at late 80s early 90s where like the physics were off and the body mechanics were way off and there's like no sense of reality and there's no sort of tie to like oh we need a great american hero and it's not even you know 60s cheesiness it was just like wild extreme like pumped up 90s kind of stuff and those fans have really clung to like that ideal of superheroism that's like what they really enjoy and so you know, you don't need a motivational reason for the cheetah lady to happen. She just happens, and it's totally fine. Uh it's not for me. I think there's like, especially, a uh, disappointing that Wonder Woman doesn't get to be the center character in her own movie. Um, it's a little disappointing. I I really like Wonder Woman. There's a lot of great source material for her, and I, for me, it doesn't do the character justice. But I also don't want to take anything away from DC fans. I'm a true believer that like, if you like a thing, you know. Now, have That's DC fans? Do
1: DC fans like this movie? I haven't searched the internet to know if it's well received or not.
3: I it's don't even know if t- critics
1: liked it. I, I didn't even look to see if critics liked it.
3: It was critically panned, and it seems to me that while some DC fans are like, "No, this is a solid superhero movie," uh, it's certainly not getting the praise of like a Justice League or the the call for a uh, you know a Zack Snyder cut or anything like that. So I think it's sort of middling.
0: I have a I have a real problem. Listen. We got. We were really excited to watch it. Yeah, me too. We were really excited because I love and, all those actors. Yeah, yeah, and great th- cast. Great cast. And the first three minutes of the movie with the little girl is the best part of the movie to me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, where she uh, is in the race, and at the last minute, her. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to shut up. So, but she's in the race, and uh, that was the best part of the movie. And then the minute, this is where I was like, I think we're in trouble. Now, I'm not hating on this movie. I'm not hating on this movie. I don't want to hate on this movie. But this is where I th- was like, oh, we're in trouble. When Wonder Woman turned back around and winked at the little girl, I was like, oh, uh-oh. Oh, that really? Oh, okay. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, no. And what did it for me, because and because my wife is a great judge of what you know what's to come. Like, she figured out the usual suspect before, you know, the, at, the minute the movie started, she was like, oh, that's Kaiser, that's Kaiser Soze, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. She, she said, uh-oh, this is, these are her exact words. She went like this. She went, uh-oh. And I was like, what, 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 what? And she was like, uh, if the rest of the movie is like this, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what was with all the slow-mo? What was with someone all the slow mo?
1: I don't know. I I, I have to say Wonder, I don't Wonder I, I, I understand how she could fly. I mean, Oh, that I, she's I, always
0: I, been able to do that. She's always been able to do that. Hold on.
1: Now now let's let's if you, you know, want to go. Someone told me on Twitter that she was lassoing the lightning. I didn't know I that i that, didn't put okay, that together. That,
0: I, I've never seen her do that before, but Wonder Woman has always been able to fly. What was weird was why does she have the invisible jet? Because she can fly. That was always the that was always the argument. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of the invisible jet if you can fly? Mm. Um But so as far as that goes, her powers and everything like that are top-notch. Uh and, and they're dynamite and they're doing, powers. And they're and they're <laughs> but they're doing it justice, man. Like that's that's the truth. She's supposed to be, if Superman is The male version of what is the most powerful, Wonder Woman is the female version of what is the most powerful. You know what I mean? Like, they're supposed to be the titans that protect Earth. You know what I mean? And that that is apparent in this movie. Like, it's clear. If you are a mere mortal on this planet, and you go against her, and you go against Diana, you're going to get your ass
1: kicked. (laughs) Um, On the other (laughs) side of things, we all loved Soul, right? Soul was incredible. Uh. You didn't like Soul, Joelle?
3: Uh, it, I have so many feelings about Soul. It's a beautiful film. I, I cried at the end. I, I think structurally it's very sound. I sort of wish um, in the way that Coco got to experience an afterlife that is authentic to a culture. I wish Soul had provided us with an afterlife <laughs> authentic to black culture. Um, but, but performances outstanding. I really, really did enjoy the, just watching the film. The animation
1: like, was stunning, I thought.
3: Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, the
1: art. I saw someone comment on on Twitter. One of them, like, the body types. And it wasn't just African Americans being the star of the show, but the way that they, the artists, drew different body types and facial types and shapes and sizes. The way they drew his barber. I mean, I just loved. <laughs> I loved the the art of it. I thought was magical. Yeah. I loved uh, Soul um,
0: for a lot of reasons, but mostly for like there there's something special about an artist when they can inspire you and usually when an artist does that they win academy awards and stuff like that and jamie fox is one of those artists when he gets it right when the movie is right and when he's in that zone he really can inspire you you know what i mean like he really his talent is top-notch when the when the cards are in his favor and he's playing that hand, you know what I mean. Like mm, mm-hmm. I, I and this is one of the this Ray is one of those, but this one also. Mm. It's like you listen to him and you're like, holy cow! I, I need to be a voice actor. <laughs> I, I, I I I I I think I think I think if I focus really hard, I could be a voice actor. Oh my! You know what I mean? He just makes it seem like. You can do it too, and it's a gift that you have. I once told him that, and I think it came off kind of wrong. And he was like, "Well, I was like, I was like, dude, man, you make you make people feel like they can win Oscars." He was like, "Well, shit, motherfucker, go get you one then." I was like, (laughs) "That's (laughs) funny though." He was, I I I think he was was laughing
1: with you, not at me. (laughs) I was like,
0: (laughs) "Oh, all right, all right, my bad." But yo, anyway, the point is, he's just amazing in this role, and. When it comes to music, it really does. You know, he really does shine. Whether he's talking it or singing it, or you know, you know, it, it. There's just something special about him when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful movie, I think, and everyone should see it. Even if you're not, uh, if you, you know, I, 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 I thought it was just artful and Pixar. Man, do they have it? Do they have it down? Right. Uh, they're, they're, it's just almost every single time flawless. Um, Daniel,
0: you didn't see that one either, did you?
1: Didn't see it yet. Uh, Daniel was building computers. <laughs> um, um, wait, I wanted to talk about uh, all the uh, all the pictures of uh, those of you who bought onesies. Um, Donald oh. and I are both loving all the pictures you're posting. It brings a giant smile to our face. We love that you love this podcast. I want to I mean, just be sentimental for one second before Donald uh, counts us in. You know, the amount of love that you shower upon the four of us um, uh, on social media, and uh, it really means a lot. And I saw so much varying from silliness and someone in a onesie eagling their their husband (laughs) to someone saying this show probably saved my life, no joking around um, this year. And I just want you to know that we, we hear it, and we love you, and we did not think we'd make this much of a, a difference, but it means so much to all of us when we see your reaction.
4: Hear, hear. Amen.
1: And so uh, we're going to keep um, entertaining you, because that's what we're here to do, is hopefully put a smile on your face. Right, Donald? Absolutely. I, I, all right. I, I second that. Alright, well let's let's uh why don't we rewatch an episode of Scrubs and discuss it. Five, six, seven, eight here's some stories about a show we made
4: about a bunch of doctors and nurses in a janitor who lived the hate. I said he's a story.
1: Yeah, so do you have your recap ready? I do have my recap ready. How did you feel about this episode? Um, I thought it was very silly. It was very short. It felt shorter than normal. Here's here's something I don't understand. How do you make an episode that
0: really is only funny if you smoke a lot of weed about, <coughs> a, about you know uh, you know, this is your brain on drugs? How do you make, you know what I mean? Like, this show has so many like if you're if you're stoned and you're watching this, this is a very very funny episode. Like very I, silly. Like the type of episode where you go <laughs> out your nose because you laugh so hard. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. I felt like if I would since you asked me, it's like the writers were. You, I can tell when the room and when the vibe of the writers' room was particularly stonery and silly that week.
0: Absolutely. Now one but of the main plots of your, this
1: episode, but I it's mean, a brain
0: the, on drugs episode.
1: though. The B story is essentially. That the janitor. <laughs> Wait, let me get into the recap. Okay, let's okay, get into the, let's get but I recap. mean, it's definitely a. <laughs> Dude, it's it's definitely one of the like, funniest things. If you had a stoner friend who wasn't into Scrubs, I, I suppose you'd probably start with Wizard of Oz with a musical. But this might be one to show them.
0: Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, here we go. All right.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stopwatch and go. J.D. and Carla have really bonded over the last
0: few years. Turk sick of being nagged over his butt-watching habits. Mm. Elliot and Cox think differently of a patient. And the janitor is maybe the most desperate we've ever seen him. What are the limits to fidelity? When does it become infidelity? Mm. That's not up for anyone to decide but you. My personal belief, if you need to lie for whatever reason, you're probably doing more harm to the situation than helping. Communication is
1: always key. Amen on communication being always key, but Turk can't be looking at fucking all these asses. Why not? All the time. Why not? Why not? Why not? If his wife says and means it and isn't bullshitting, if she says, "Honey, honestly, you're a man, and I don't find it disrespectful, and I'm gonna look at that ass too. She's got a great ass. Whatever the whatever their whatever their rules are, and she, and it's honest. She's not just putting it on there's to be to be to be cool. To be cool, wife. And there's but, communication. Okay, I'm just saying if it's real, if it's not just like she's like, oh, I don't want to be like uptight. I'm going to pretend like I'm okay with it. But really, I'm crying inside. I mean, Turk is like when she says go, he turns and he just looks at the ass like this. (laughs) I feel like like Turk and Carla
0: might be open for a little, you know, uh, you know, we talked about it before. You know, JD kind of thinks it's possible. I think they're open to a little... You know,
1: no in a marital first of all you don't think so episode, first of all she goes on a date this was so weird like she goes on a date and JD doesn't tell Turk it's But like, Turk I doesn't mean, give a like, shit either yes he would have but he doesn't in the show I, I, I forgot, I, sorry, I, I, did I, I brain farted on what your what, what your reaction was when she finally the told The reaction
0: me. that they give is not a reaction. They give JD's fantasy of what's going to happen. Right, so do you ever the, see
1: what really happens? Oh my God, no. how funny, by the way, how first funny First of all, is, you'd be this age right now.
0: I first of know all, I said, you'd be this age right sorry now. Sorry y'all. I said this,
1: I just blew you out, sorry. <laughs> I said the same thing, dude, first of all. The funniest part of the show in my mind is me as an old man still living with you and farting. And then I went, I did the math and I'm like, that's, that's me at 45.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: That's how, (laughs) how trippy is that to see yourself? I mean, this is an experience most people on earth will never have. Seeing how you as a 25 year old portrayed yourself at 45 (laughs) and then going back at 45 and watching it. I was old and bald and fat and farting yeah, and farting and, and, and still farting. living with my friends. And very, very Jewish. And very,
2: yes. very, extra very Jewy. Jewish.
1: Extra Jewy. Sorry. Cause I've got nowhere else to go. I was like I was like a fucking Seinfeld character. Oh my god. I was very so- funny though. Dude, it I wish we funny. saw more of that hard. character. I wanted was, to see more of him.
0: That would have been great. That-
1: <laughs> there are certain things I wish I had more of. I wish there was. I wish Turk's mole pu- puppet was a running gag, and I certainly wish uh, 45, but really 75 year old extra Jewy <laughs> Zach was a character. I mean, extra Jewy JD. Extra Jewy JD. Well, they 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 overlap.
0: All right.
4: Um, so- JD's
1: nipple's name is Jasper. I laughed at that. JD loves to show his nipples.
0: Right, your right nipple's name is Jasper.
1: Yes. That, and you I have one hair that, named
0: Clancy, so there's Jasper yes.
1: and Clancy. Well, the hair is named Clancy, and the we don't get the left nipple's name. Is it? No, I think it's the left. I think it's my left that's Jasper. Yeah, it's your left that's Jasper. You're I'm right. sure it's on Scrubs Wiki. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but anyway, first of all, in the spirit of sexual harassment at the workplace, I mean, JD and Turk are just, like, really not being subtle at all, uh, uh, ogling this woman's tush. Yes, they are. And um,
0: I got to ask you a question. Okay, it's funny even in
1: even in two thousand and two or three. Whenever we're making, must have been three. Uh, we we seem to not be, be playing character. You no, know, we seem to not be playing characters that were toning it down, or I don't know. It just seemed out of place. It was right. bizarre. I got to ask you though: Are you a ass man or a breast man? Ass man times ten. Okay, so when we
0: first met, though, dude, you were a breast man. You were all about tiny waists and big breasts, dude. When we no, first met, that was your thing. You're thinking of
1: another friend.
0: That was you, dude. You were like, it has to be. I was like, well, what about the big ass? You were like, it has to be so tiny. No, that ass has to be like I a disagree. tiny, tiny thing. Maybe, maybe I remember this. Maybe, oh my God, we're gonna maybe, fight. Maybe we're gonna, maybe you're, Sorry, I don't mean to. Yeah, we're gonna fight. We're gonna. Maybe fight. your appreciation.
1: We're fight. I'm not saying like that your appreciation for giant tushes didn't rub off on me a little. bit. I don't like fake. I like giant. I no, we don't, don't like we, fake. We both we both have something in common that we like the real real. I like the real real. Yeah, I definitely didn't know that ass implants were a thing until recently. I thought that was a joke. It looks weird, man. You got this big, 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 big like hump on your back, but and and
0: then like these real tiny legs. Like if it don't match the if the if the hamstring don't match the booty, what you really doing? What you're really doing you know what i mean to, each, each, I their mean?
1: Own. to each their what own But you're, if you're really but doing? If, you're, if you're listening right now and you're th- on the fence about whether to get the ass implants donald and i are begging you not to unless you got no
0: ass if you got no, no ass and you then, can then do squats <laughs> don't fucking put silicone in your tush sometimes, sometimes squats, squats sometimes squat. Well, okay daniel sometimes squats <laughs> don't help
1: though well, I'm I'm just I mean to each their own again. If you're sitting there on a cushy ass implant than Mazel Tov. I'm just saying I personally would rather you did squats. Joelle just over there <laughs> sipping on her tea.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> By the way, someone wrote something so funny on Twitter. They said, "R.I.P. R- to Joelle's." Uh, a search history after last week's episode, <laughs> where we made her search for um, the amount of um, oh no sper- sperm that are in each.
3: Surprisingly, ghost. no penis pill ads yet, though. Oh, so. you'll get Fingers them. Fingers just,
1: just you wait. Well, you were doing a me. service for the Americ well, for the for the for the Earth, for the Earth's people. For Earth, for Earth. You're welcome. Planet Earth. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're well welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Isn't it funny when you when you um, not funny, but the, when you like you Google something and then you're on some other website and ads for that thing come up and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? I, I just looked for two seconds. I don't ca-. and, and it doesn't even have to be like pornographic. It's like I'm not that interested in 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 iron shelving. I looked Dude, once. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I it's I looked at a knife online, like a cooking knife, because you guys right. know I'm so into cooking. Right, a chopping knife, and I looked into it because it's like one of those big ones that you see on. The Food Network and stuff. Yeah, the thick one. Yeah, it won't stop showing up. It just keeps yeah. showing up on my phone. Yeah. In every ad that I, in every ad on any site that I go to, YouTube, uh, freaking Facebook, Twitter. Well, Twitter doesn't have ads, but uh, Instagram, it shows up.
1: Yeah, they got you. Zuckerberg's got you. All right, now the janitor's whole storyline. Yes, is a Brasco big storyline. Is that Brasco he has a twin brother named Roscoe, and he's committed to tricking JD and Turk. That he, I mean, does this guy have any of work to do? He spends right. <laughs> the entire time trying to convince us that he has a twin brother.
0: But and 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 he goes through like outrageous feats to he prove enlists, his theory. He enlists Troy. Right, he enlists Troy, he right. jumps out of a window, a, a one-story window, he jumps from the second story to the top of the first
1: story roof. And then onto an ambulance.
0: And then onto an ambulance, <laughs> and then falls off the ambulance.
1: Because the ambulance gets a call, right. so they they speed off, he falls onto the ground. I mean, this, this guy really, 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 really was committed to tricking he him. He made a video. Yes, with Troy. For the birthday...
0: For, their, party, for, their for the twin, two of them. For their, their twin birthday party. twin birthday
1: party. This episode was so silly. I mean. And he goes, was, take your time to look at this.
0: <laughs> and runs around.
1: Yeah. And then the and other hand says, comes in and it's got nail polish on the other hand.
0: <laughs> but then when he walks in, he goes, walk in slowly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the woman's name on his, in his, and uh, tr- his brain trust? Do you remember her? Mm-hmm. It must Crazy have been her. Crazy eyed Margo. Margo. Crazy eyed Margo. It must have been her hand. Crazy eyed Margo. Nice right. for memory. <laughs> someone it's wrote on freaking, Twitter. It's, I thought that was, brain, it's that brain pill. Someone wrote on Instagram or Twitter about you. It was funny. They said. There's definitely a Goldilocks sweet spot for how high Donald uh, should be. Sometimes it's too little. Sometimes
0: it's too much. (laughs) Right. Sometimes I get too far gone. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, holy shit, I was high in that episode. Yeah. And then there's sometimes where I was like, I probably should have smoked weed in that episode.
1: Yeah. I just love that someone compared you to Goldilocks. You're like, that's, 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 that porridge. That, that weed is not enough. That weed is too much. That weed is just right. That's right. That's
2: right. That's
1: right. Why don't we go to a break? Right, Joelle? We're going to go break, and we come right back, we're going to talk about firm like mutton, the second time that an ass has been compared to mutton in the scrubs. We'll be right back.
0: Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days, even though it's been proven that taking time off to play
1: makes us more productive? In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
0: Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress.
1: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: And we're back!
1: Ah, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Okay. All
0: right. I have a question. Why? 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 First of all, why that? Why? Why? I don't know. It came to my mind when you did that noise. Okay. Second of (laughs) all. Yeah. Second second of all, um I thought Elliot had gotten past this look. I thought we were moving past this look at this point, weren't we?
1: No, she does this rocker hair for like I think the whole season. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think season three was Elliot rocker hair. Okay, the whole season. Yeah, I'm sad about it too.
0: And the whole season and then and season three ends with us getting with uh Carla
1: and Turk getting married, right? I don't know. I don't Spoilers. Know oh, Joel says yes. <laughs> I can look. I have it in front of me here. What, well, Joel, you're looking. Yes. I'm looking right here. Do you want to know what's coming up? Yeah. We have uh oh, we have his story. I
3: Is think
1: that this me? must be when you narrate. Uh. Oh shucks. It's either me or John C. McGinley. No, it says you. Turk has hesitations about whether or not to mail his wedding invitations. Oh shit! Yep, and then we have Scott Foley coming back. Um, for I mean, we haven't booked him on the episode, but uh, Connecticut's favorite Scott Foley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have Richard Kine's episode, and um, yeah, it ends with Yaba. It ends with uh, Carla and Turk getting married with George Takai as the somebody's priest.
0: Somebody's gonna ask you. That's that. Just that line alone in that song. I don't even know the song, but just that line alone. Classic.
1: So the sixth member of the cast of Spin City joins us, Alexander Chaplin. Now uh, we call him Sandy. I've Sandy. known Sandy forever. We went to theater camp together, wow. um, which sounds like a joke from Scrubs, but is true. We went to a theater hmm. camp called Stage Door Manor together, and he is related too. Say it, tell it.
0: There's a reason why his name is Chapman.
1: No, Chaplin. He's not related I, to Chaplin. Yeah, he is. his father-in-law is Hal Prince, the most celebrated. I was. Theater I was under the time. impression
0: that. Sandy was was related to uh,
1: Charlie Chaplin. No, uh, you can... Let's look this up. I I would know that. I would know Let's look this up. But his father Somebody, do you know who
0: told me this? David Allen Bache told me this. So I'm going to put David David Allen Bache on...
1: I don't think so. I feel like I would know that tidbit about him. Because I know him. And he's a very, very sweet man. And a wonderful actor. And do you know what film he was in? That was really... where Where his acting was really incredible? wish i was here mm. do you remember that donald isn't that <laughs> uh, he plays the young rabbi uh do you remember that donald
0: oh yeah that's right he He's catches, the one me, that gets he catches smoking me smoking weed, weed in the car yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. <laughs> and the plant and something about the plant right
1: he is a great actor. I think very He's very, an amazing actor. Are I think are you he's me? very underused. I mean, the guy should have his own show. This moment where he explodes on Elliot over over trying to get pain medication out of her. I mean, it was just like it was just like a quick little three sentence monologue and he fucking killed it. He's so talented. Yeah. He's very talented. And very funny also. He's very funny. He can also has a beautiful voice. Um, I love this man. I wish I wish that I saw him more. I we gotta we gotta we gotta if you're out there and you're a casting director, you gotta book Alexander Chaplin because he is a, a talented fellow. Yeah, he is. Um just give me a second. I'm still looking for I think Joel is doing the work for yeah, you. Yeah,
3: they're not related and it doesn't even look like that maybe his original last name. It says that he adapted it when yeah, think, Daisy got married, according to their Wikipedia page. Yeah, they do maybe. talk
1: about Stage Door Manor though, Zach. Yeah. Does it say that he's his father-in-law's Hal Prince? It does. There you go. Wow. Um He
0: is he is very look, he's one of those people where you're like, dude, he should be working way more. I agree. Than he's Listen, right this now. is
1: why I tell people, and not that and Sandy's had a great career. He's been on Spin City, he's been on lots of shows. He's a working actor. But I, I do have to say, when people go, when people talk about becoming actors, I go, there are people like Sandy slash Alexander Chaplin that are so good. And handsome, and you're like, well, why is this guy not a household name? I mean, that's it's, it's humbling because you go – that's why I always talk about it all being a lottery. Like, the fact that that guy never had his own show or has yet to have his own show, uh, I just can't believe it because he can do everything. and he's And he's charming, and anyway, I cast him. I'll continue to cast him.
0: It's crazy how that is, though, because you meet a lot of those people in Hollywood as you go through – the, as you go, you know, as you climb the ranks and as you fall down the ranks, you know what I mean? As you, as you fall, you meet a lot of the same type of people who are running the same type of race that you are, man. This thing really is like it. I remember when I lived in New York, we used to look at this thing, look at the acting game as the trenches. Cause like your best friend all of a sudden is your enemy. The minute you walk into an audition space, mm-hmm. cause you're all competing for a job and I you know, you're absolutely right. He's one of those people that you watch and you're like, wow, even as an actor, when you look at them, you're like, this person, there's something something's wrong if this person's not doing it. You right. I and
1: mean? it's like why like why I mean, other than just the, the lottery of 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 the way the chips fall, I, I don't know see why. I mean, Donald and I both won't, you know, can can name privately actors that are hugely successful and totally cut together in the edit room and they owe their career to an editor and a and a director. And then there's people like Sandy Chaplin, who like uh, I, I, I directed him and wish I was here. There's not a single take he did I couldn't I couldn't use in the film. He's right,
0: just, the, him yelling at Elliot is also just on him. It never cuts to her reaction until after he's done. So yeah. you see the you see him smiling and then the ramp and the yeah. and the it's really it's and then it's, he quickly
1: turns a joke and then right and then right. <laughs> Very, he comes back. Very, I think he recurs uh, a few times. Bill loves him too. Same character. Yeah. Bill loves him too. Um, sorry. Right, there's, our, there's our monologue about how much we love Alexander Chaplin. And, um, and if, again, sorry, shameless plug. If you still haven't seen Wish I Was Here, please check it out. And he's really good in that. And he's I play a guy who's so not into his religion. He's secular and was raised Orthodox. And, and he befriends this younger rabbi who's sort of um, – you know shows him that there's a way to be religious without being the religious ways his parents were and uh, and and so he finds his own unique way to c- connect to spirituality he's sort of the rabbi i always wished i'd met i wish i'd met a rabbi uh who who'd, who'd who'd taught me a way to be spiritual without the strict dogma that i was sort of had forced upon me as a child i have a question for you go ahead
0: and this is hypothetical, and so I don't want to just change. I don't want to. I don't want to be, uh, because I think everybody did a great job, and wish I was here and everything like that. But if Natalie Portman would have played your wife in that movie, would you have made it the sequel to, to uh, Garden, State? Garden State?
1: No, no, no. I don't think so. I, 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 I see how they are. They're they're sort of cousins of each other, but. Um, I, I think I, I didn't want to go anywhere near Garden State. I mean, obviously, I'm, I, 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 it's coming out of my brain, and, and in this case, in Wish I Was Here's case, my brother Adam as well. But so it, they're all going to, you know, have a piece of me in it. In fact, the new script, it's funny, someone someone I, 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 I know and love and trust read it, and I said, this is the first thing I've written that really isn't about me. And they read it and laughed. And they said, you think this isn't about you?
0: <laughs> Meaning it's
1: not about a, a, a struggling artist, a, a guy from Jersey, but it is so much of who I am. In it. I think that that's just, you know, that's what comes out of me when I when I write. So I think I, I see how they're cousins of each other. But I didn't, I didn't see Kate's character having anything to do with with Natalie's character. Would you ever consider revisiting that? I'd love to work with Natalie again. I don't want to do like... I've had so many opportunities to do incarnations of Garden State. I don't... I I just kind of want to leave it at it.
0: Would you ever want to put this cast back together? Like, this is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. And certain... And some directors do it, and then other directors don't do it, and I don't understand that. And sometimes it really upsets me because... You meet certain directors and you're like, I want to work with this person forever. And then you never work with that person again. Yeah. But like Scorsese he's one of those people where if he loves you, you're in everything he's going to do. Same thing right. with Oliver Stone. You know what I mean? Right. They're, I don't understand why people don't take something that was successful, like Garden State, and bring the entire cast back together, same writer, same director, same everything, and create something different. If it all worked the first time... Why would it be
1: different the second time? That's a great point. But you'd have to write something that would be uh, perfect for all those people again. You know, Um, But you already
0: kind of know what it is because you did it the first time. No. All right. If I just stick to the blueprint, the blueprint says this is going to work. This is something that rappers do all the time. All right. The blueprint says this is going to work. This is something that artists do all the time. Mm -hmm. The blueprint says this is going to work.
1: And it does pretty much every time. Pretty much every time, if, if, if a pop well, maybe artist... Well, maybe in the rap world, but not, not in the film world. It there's works plenty, in there's movies, plenty, too. There's plenty of people trying to recreate too. the magic. Look, it's the whole world of sequels. I mean, how many sequels are good? That's, you're, you're absolutely right when it comes to
0: sequels. But the, the same sequel is just the way exactly, the sequel is exactly what you're saying. Well, no, not really, because when it's the sequel, you want something different. That's the, that's the only thing. That's the, that's the... That's the difference between the sequel and what the formula is. The formula works every time. The sequel can't be the formula again. That's the rule, man. It can't be. All right, I made Star Wars, so the next one has to be Star Wars again. They made Star Wars, and the next one was Empire Strikes Back, and that's this why the is, sequel. This works. is the
1: challenge, though, and 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 here's how I'll address it in the way that that what I experienced is it took me a long time to to make another film after Garden State, and and when I and and I didn't. You know, it's the classic sophomore effort, and I think artists of all types feel this. Is I, I, of course, I want the audience to come back for what they loved, but I don't want to repeat myself. You know, it's the cl- Any any musician with their sophomore album would say the same thing. I, I want I want everyone to come back into the tent, but I don't want everyone to think I'm just biting myself. So you're trying to say here's something in the spirit of what you liked. But I'm also gonna tiptoe us over here. Now that'll either work or, or it won't. They, sometimes they won't like the tiptoe, and they'll be like, "Where the fuck?" Like for example, "Wish I Was Here" doesn't really have a love story. Um, you know, there's, it's a couple that's, that's, that that loves each other, and they're going through a tough time, and, and they, there's a yeah. chance there's a chance they might break up. But at the center of it isn't a love story, right? So people that so related to a love story. We're like, oh, it's a Zach Braff movie, and it's got, it's got, it's got a vibe, and it's got music, and it's got, it's got a great actors. I love. And then when they saw that there was no will they or won't they love story, I think, we're I, I suspect we're disappointed by that. So it's always a challenge to go. I wanna, I wanna, I, I pray you all come back into the tent, but I also want to kind of do something different together. <laughs> right. You know no doubt.
0: I mean? No, no, I totally understand what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. But that makes me wonder then scorsese has figured out his formula it seems like yeah he makes really good
1: gritty movies you know what mm-hmm. i mean uh but well, scorsese always delivers he's going you're going to see guns you're going to know what you're going you know to see you're, you're see going to you see go criminal see... activity you're going to see right. you're going to see amazing cinematography you're always going to see the top actors in the world he he does Robert have a... rodriguez is another one that's done that is my yeah. point
0: they're very there are like a handful of directors that have done that uh Tarantino you yeah. know what you're going to see when you see a Tarantino movie yeah
1: and Tarantino's um, done it in a genius way that even more than anyone that they i think they are so specifically Tarantino films but they're all over the place in their in 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 their in their in what they're about so then what's wrong with you doing that? What's wrong with you doing is it? I'm not nearly as good a writer or as prolific a writer. but uh, Zach,
0: Garden State is fucking fire, dude. Regardless of you. what you want to say. And and regardless of what you want to say about Wish I Was Here, that's fire, dude. It's a great story. It, thank it, you. It, you know what I mean? And it touches something that you don't see in a lot of movies. You don't see I a think, lot of people I think digging I have, deep into that. Thank you. you know what I, mean? think
1: I, I think what I do, that is what I write, uh, probably has a smaller audience but it can grow but that's fine it can grow but that's, that's fine. fine I don't need to be you 2 the band that came to my mind first um I can be a smaller act at a smaller venue but uh there definitely there clearly is an audience for it um but I, you know I'm not I'm content not being as as hugely successful as Tarantino
0: my point is not just for you this is for everybody it's all right to do what you do there's nothing yeah. wrong with doing what you do. nobody does you better than you. Yeah,
1: I agree. for no matter what you' no matter, no matter what no matter what your art is, I believe that. And also what comes out of you at the time is the art that you have to contribute to the world. I always go back to to Justin um, from bon Iver saying to me it was about I think I told the story on the, on the show that he said I tried to give him a note on the song for wish I was here. and he said, that's what came out of me when I saw the film. And so I don't apologize at all for the stuff I make. Whether sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, because it's what came out of me at the time. It's what I had to say, and hopefully some people liked it. Right. Speaking that's, of that's very difficult to
0: to be on that page, because then that goes against everything that I was just talking about, where the formula always works. If you're on that, this is what I expressed at that moment. One that's that's, that's, that's very hard.
1: That's the that's, only thing I can do. I think I don't know how to. I don't. I mean, I have yet to know how to to, to write something that's not like a. In order for me to get in a chair and spend that much time and commitment, uh, I, I need to tap into like what I feel as a human being. Uh, I, I, I've yet to be able to be like, oh my God, I have a great submarine movie idea. And it's not to say, it's not to say, I it's not to say that I don't have an occasional good submarine movie idea, but I wouldn't have the commitment to sit down and, 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 and put the time in to do it. In order for me to fucking do the thing that we writers do, which is stare at the blinking cursor alone, wishing you were doing anything else, uh, I, need to, I need to feel like it's coming out of my fucking body.
0: Your formula,
1: yeah. My formula is to um, is to tap into my own psyche and my own uh, the things that make me joyous and the things that make me depressed and and uh, and craft. Well, it shows
0: it shows in your movies, man. Because after walking out of Wish I Was Here, I think everybody
1: was like. Fuck, I'm depressed, dude. Oh, no, <laughs> come on, come on! It's not that bad. There's hope at the end. There's hope at the end. There's La- very little.
0: That shit. Don't, that family is so fucked, man. Oh no, my god! Not at the end. They're happy. <laughs> yeah, well, they're happy because they
1: freaking the the bully died. You know what Well, <laughs> no, and he he. Fought, well, no spoilers, but he he definitely begins a new chapter of his life, and he seems like he's content.
0: In the end, in the very end, in the okay. very, very end. I love the movie, dude. I'm just telling you, man, that that family is, that's a very, and, and what's crazy about it is that's the truth, though. That was a truth, and it's yeah. not a wrap this up with a big Hollywood
1: bow. Well, I don't want end. to make that shit. There's right. plenty of people making that shit. I want to make the real real. I want to make, right. you know, you and your wife can have an all-out fucking battle and- Yeah, you love each other and yeah, you will do anything for each other. But in the back of your mind, you're like, is this going to fucking last forever? Like, I don't know. I want to make that movie. I don't want to make the I lift her up and we hug on the beach bullshit. There's plenty of people doing that. That feels good, though, too. keep 100. (laughs) Yeah, but there's there's plenty of people doing that. There's plenty. I'd rather I'd rather tell an honest story about a couple that hopes they're going to make it. Yeah,
0: that's the truth. Because that—that is the truth, man. That's what—that's what really, you know, when you walk out of the Wish I Was Here. And I'm fucking totally, you know, I'd so, totally sound like your best friend who's so totally proud of you. But it's like when you walk out of that movie, regardless of who you are, where you are, or what you're doing, if 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 you don't if you don't feel like shit, damn man, I'm happy. I'm not that right now. Yeah, I'm not them right now.
1: I just want you're to make. I just aspire. To, I aspire that, to make you watch something that makes you talk about it. Like you know, yeah. when you go see a movie, and then by the time you get to your car, you're like, "Should we get dessert?" Like, I mean, in, in normal times, should we? Uh, and just it's gone. It's gone. Like you had cotton candy. Right. I'd rather be like,
0: "Yo, you remember the part?" Where yeah, you're
1: of course. Such, such, yeah, no and doubt. be like, that's "I f- f- even if, even." By the way, even if you're like, "I fucking hated the way he wrote that one character," like even right. I just want your I passion. Love I love that. I'm yeah, fine. That's By great. the way, I'm fine to be polarizing. I want your passion.
0: Right, right.
1: That's what's up. Should we talk about scrubs? We should. (laughs) Why don't (laughs) we, uh, we Joel, why don't we uh, invite the guest after a break? We'll be right back after these fine words.
0: Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive.
1: In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
0: Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house if you're still
1: sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections.
0: So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge.
1: Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a hundred night trial and a 10 to 15 year warranty to try out your new helix mattress depending on the model
0: don't want to take my word for it helix has been awarded the number one
1: mattress picked by gq and wired magazine helix is offering up to 30 percent off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners go to helix com slash real friends that's helix com slash real friends this is their best offer yet and it won't last long with helix Better sleep starts now. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REAL at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one time gift from Tacovas. Only at tacovas.com. And
2: we're
0: back!
1: And we're back! Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Okay, um, here's. Yeah.
0: Where are we going when we see the janitor after he falls off the ambulance? I thought we were going to play basketball.
1: The basketball hoop's behind us. I'm with you, dude. I think that the director was assuming that the audience doesn't know the geography of our parking lot. Well, this was written
0: by Rich Estes. Is that how you say his name?
1: I don't know. Who's it written by? Let me look. Um, This was written by... uh, Oh, I don't know who Rich Eustace is. He wasn't a regular staff writer. I'm not sure what the story with Rich Eustace is. And then who directed it? Maybe uh, Gail Mancuso directed it. Oh, Gail. You love Gail. We do love Gail. Love Gail. Um, Gail um, has won many an Emmy, I think, for directing Modern Family. Yeah, she does. She. That she, is correct. She, she um, does it she, she does it right. She's great. Yeah. Um, I once um, texted Gail to have her direct Alex, Inc., and she didn't reply to me. Now, I don't know if I had the wrong cell phone you. this many years later, but she I to this day I'm harboring. Um, I'm sure you have a listener in your uh, life, someone that never replied, and you're like, do I have a wrong number or did they ghost me? And oh, I, I feel do- that way. And I'm, like, and I'm like, no, Gail loved me. It's not like we have beef or anything. Well, Why would she ignore me? Oh, I have a bunch of people that I'm like that with, man. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous where it's like I text them and then they never text me back. Like, yeah. It's weird though, man, but, but do you have people
1: I'm, in your phone? Like, let's say someone hits you up, right? Yeah. And they're not, they're not in your, it's not me. It's not someone in your close circle. It's a, it's like a outer ring friend and you're not dissing them. Yeah. You'll get back to them. They're cool, but you're not going to do it right now. Cause you're in the middle of something. And then you forget. Yeah. All the time. Of course. So sometimes, because of my neuroses, I'll go back and go, oh, fuck, I never replied to so-and-so. It just happens too often with me. You know well, you're I mean? a stoner, too, so it must happen more because of the amount of ganja. All right, now, I laughed hard at my character getting attacked for hitting on a woman in the elevator. <laughs> now, I, I think she overreacted a bit.
0: Just a little bit, because that's assault. That was assault. Yeah, that she assaulted assault.
1: me. Because all you said, you All didn't I did say, was, I, I used a bad pickup line, and she beats the shit out she, of me.
0: And she beats you. That's assault. But it's
1: hilarious. And I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of women out there who watch that being like, yeah, that's what you want to do sometimes when a guy's right. hitting on you in an elevator. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, Carla ripping the condom open with her teeth kind of yeah. gave me movement. I don't know why. Really? There was a bit of a, like, a- there was A like shift. A, you felt a, a jiggle. <laughs> there was Yeah. There was a little yeah. bit of a- uh,
1: yeah. Although you probably don't have a light jiggle. Like I feel like when you have movement, it's like, like what you know when like when they make the sound effect of a giant boat moving, it's like
0: Err. you honor me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know when they do like the underwater shot of like the aircraft carrier turning, and they're like, "We got to turn, turn, turn," and then they cut underwater, and then you hear the boat like, Err, Err, uh, 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 like a big creaky turn. Err,
5: yeah. Err.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like it sounds like when your penis shifts. Uh, All right, Carla received. Carla going on a date it was just, I had trouble with that. Just, I yeah, Like, who I didn't would ever to, do that? It felt so duplicitous, and, and the fact that she made JD hold the secret.
0: That's uh, where I had a problem. I didn't have a problem with her going on the date because that can happen. That could happen. Where, But the fact that JD was there when it happened and she said yes, and then she was like, yo, if you tell on me, these beads mean nothing. That was like, wait, hold on.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know if y'all know how this works, but it's bros before hoes, B. That's real talk,
1: B. Real, real fucking talk. I don't Casey- fuck what you say. I'm if defu- Casey said to me, I'm going to go on a date before Donald Get and I- the fuck <laughs>
2: out of here. If you don't tell me, dog,
1: that's a wrap,
0: B. You, think you and I me would... really are friends. You might as well fuck Casey, dude. You might as well fuck Casey. If no, she it's says, not, yo, it's, it's I'm not going bad, jump to jump Ravine. Yeah, it is yeah. that bad, dude. No, if, you, if Casey it's said not to you, that bad. Let, let's, let's put it this way. if Casey want hang- to... Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. We hanging out, right? You You and my wife are friends. And I'm like- I don't give a, I'm not threatened by this situation. You guys are. You guys are best friends. It doesn't. I, I encourage this because of my relationship with you, Zach. You two hang out. Right. So you two are hanging out. You go out one night, and she runs into I don't know. Let's say Brad Pitt. That's somebody she talks about a lot. And Brad Pitt says to her, "Oh my God, I was a huge fan of the Newlyweds. <laughs> you used to make me laugh all the time." Um. And Casey was like, oh, my God, I'm a fan of your stuff. And they're just having they're having a cute little meet-cute. Right. And then at the end of it, Brad goes, I would love to pick this up some other time, Case. <laughs> um, Poor Casey.
1: Poor Casey. What a horrible position. What's
0: you your number? I'll give you a call. Maybe we can go out some other time. And she's like, blah, 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 uh, 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 1-555-555-555-555. And gives him the just number. Just
1: keep dialing five.
0: <laughs> and you didn't tell me
1: of course I would tell
0: you and no I'm talking about about the show yeah and you didn't tell me
1: you yeah, might as well, well fuck
0: Casey you might as well, well fuck I don't him. agree that you might as well are, fuck him. I
1: don't agree that those two are equal um, me not telling you she went to a date with Brad Pitt if she Pitt goes on a date with Brad Pitt she's gonna leave
0: me for Brad Pitt dude she's gonna be like bye Rocco bye Wilder bye Donald it's
1: Brad all day well it'd be a mistake for her wouldn't it because Brad, Brad Pitt's all a horrible just be- example
0: we might have to cut this
1: no, Brad Pitt's <laughs> the perfect example. example. The Brad Pitt's the perfect example because every woman who's straight listening is like, yeah, I get it. That would be a conundrum. And every guy who's gay listening is like, yeah, I get it. That would be a conundrum. And every guy whose Kinsey scale allows right now is thinking like, yeah, I get it. That might be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Joelle, yell preach.
3: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's Brad Pitt. If Brad Pitt is like, "Yo, hang out. you got to look at your partner and be like, yo, baby, pass.
1: What? No, no. Like passes. I'll try to. Yeah, you
3: we know, want a perhaps I don't friends. believe in that. Like, hall let's make pass it bullshit.
1: work. Hall, I don't believe in that. I think that's just the game couples play. I don't think this like,
0: this show is all. about <laughs> This episode is all about that, though, man. A hall pass, dude. If you if if the fact that JD didn't tell Turk
1: is some bullshit, right I agree there, with man. You.
0: I agree with you. I was that mad doesn't at the make Any sense whatsoever? I didn't write but. it, Donald.
1: They, they, the writers needed to find some drama, so they created the drama. But that's made-up <laughs> drama, man. Come on, man. That's a made-up. That's I made agree. Up. Is the is the guest here, uh, Daniel? That's Let's invite guy. this person in and make their day. Let's cheer them up or or tickle them with our words.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, wearing his fake doctor's real friends, onesie, give it up for Jimmy Catler!
1: <laughs> Jamie, welcome well, to the program. You're our very first guest to be wearing the onesie live on the show. I, I, I encourage all future guests, if you if you have a onesie, to wear it as, as a guest. Jimmy, uh, can know, I ask you right a on. question? Yeah.
0: Before we get any further, isn't it cozy?
5: It's so cozy. Very cozy.
2: <laughs>
5: can, can I say real quick, uh, I'm using my brother-in-law's computer. My name's actually Cam. Um, but oh, you can Jimmy, oh. but I go by Cam. Okay, Cam. So why goes. are you being so confusing? Why are you Cam, confusing? I don't know. I'm sorry. I
1: thought I
2: could change. Love it. Cam, you can.
1: It. You know, if you go okay, in your window, on. see if you I go up to the upper right-hand corner <laughs> of those, those three dots, and you uh-huh. click on it, and then it says rename you. Oh, oh, sorry. Daniel's going to do it for you. And ladies Daniel. and
0: gentlemen, Daniel. give it up for Actually,
5: <laughs> I mean, I really just couldn't go through life knowing that I didn't get Donald's Oprah intro to someone else's name. Yes. I
1: would have been <laughs> Listen, man. Well, by the way, but like, when you play the show back, when you play the show back for your brother, it's your brother, brother-in-law. Yeah, your brother-in-law. Brother. He's gonna be happy that he got a, he I, got an Oprah I know. He's so gets your last
0: name ain't even Keckley, is it? It's not. It's Salibi. All right, but listen, let's You're focus fucking on killing things. me, Cam.
1: Let You're me, fucking Donald, killing me, Cam. Donald, let's Ladies focus on...
0: and gentlemen, give it up for Cam Salibi! So
1: um, Donald, I want to say that the onesie looks really good on Cam. It, it does. It
5: is very comfortable, very cozy.
1: Now, Cam, do you like the fact that it has pockets? Because sometimes you get a onesie and, and there's nowhere to put your phone or your stuff. You can put anything you want in there
5: yeah not only the pockets but i like where they're placed too you know not you even know. like to the side they're like perfect like a, a hoodie pockets
1: you know i have only one complaint about our onesie okay, okay. no poop flap no poop flap yeah <laughs> next <laughs> incarnation we need to add a poop flap it's gonna cost more money though yeah that yeah, you, cost more you, money
5: you do have to go all the way off if you want to you
1: know <laughs> yeah I, I just think a poop flap's funny, even if you don't use the poop flap. I just think I laugh every time I see a poop flap. Um, Cam, welcome to the program. Where are you calling you. from?
5: Uh, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. South Carolina.
1: And do you have a question for any of us today on, to be on the show? I do. I do. I
5: have a question for all of you, actually. Go ahead, um, Cam. Not really scrub specific. Uh, and I just got to say, uh, so I give credit where credit is due. Um, I kind of got this question from another podcast I listen to. It's called The Watch. Um, through the Ringer Network. Well, shout out oh. Shay Serrano. Oh, um, shout, but, shout, but the shout. watch is uh, two guys. They had Jason Mazoukas on uh, and they were talking a lot about Oops. this past year. And the question was, uh, do you feel the way you consume content or what content you want to consume has changed over the past 10 months? Do your personal taste or what you find funny, has that changed over the past year as well? Obviously with the pandemic, things like that.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think, I think my taste in what's, I find funny has changed and I think a lot of it has to do with how the culture has shifted. You know, uh, what, uh, is considered uh bullying and not necessarily what's considered punching down now, uh, used to be considered very funny and it, it it's, it's not anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'm way more conscious of, when listening to jokes, and this is and 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 this is something that I'm not necessarily happy about or sad about. Uh, uh, it's just that I'm very I'm 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 very aware of this now. That when I listen to jokes, I'm also, uh, when when I'm consuming content, I should say, I'm also checking to see if it offends anyone. Uh, Because if it does, then I'm not necessarily, like, once I feel like something offends somebody, then I have a problem with it in a lot of ways. And I don't know, and I I think it has a lot to do with, you know, just the climate that we're in right now. I don't want anyone to necessarily be offended by me, like, in ways that I've been offended by people. You know what I mean? So... If if I ever make somebody feel like I have felt, uh, then I got a problem with that. And I think this year, more than anything, because of the climate, we are experiencing that more. I think whether it's, okay, well, now that I know that it hurts you, people are using it more, or I know that it hurts you, I'm going to refrain from saying it. And even if it's not honest, at least it's, at least it's an effort to say, you know what, I see that that hurts you. My bad.
1: Mm. What about you, uh, Joelle? Do you think your your ways of or, or the way you view content has changed at all during the pandemic?
3: Uh, no. I mean, I was a film and television critic beforehand. That I watched things all the time <laughs> streaming or on my computer because that's how we get the screeners. Um, I think that there's a possibility I like certain shows a lot more than I would have pre pandemic. I still would have enjoyed, like, I would have enjoyed Ted Lasso whenever it came out, but my God, was it net, like, vital to just lifting the spear? It was like, came like the darkest point of the pandemic where we were like, I don't, there's no cure inside. I don't know what's happening. And then, like, mm-hmm. like a beacon of light, here comes Ted Lasso just to, like, bowl you over with comedy. And then. Did you
1: feel, sorry to digress, that episode no. two was the best episode? Of- oh, clearly. <laughs>
3: clearly <laughs> the best just episode. Dark-ing. Superior to all the episodes. Okay,
1: there was something about. The way it was directed. Go
3: ahead. <laughs> um, and then there's shows like um *The Queen's Gambit*, or um even I don't know if you guys have had an opportunity to see Ma Rainey's *Black Bottom* yet. Yeah, but, I love that. Whoa, like it, again, like there's something timely about these things. Even *Soul*, which I think maybe I would have been more harshly critical of, like pre-pandemic. In the Word? pandemic, you I think just so? like, "This is so." No, I can. I like *Soul*. I might have been more critical in a world where, you know. We probably would have had a similar summer despite the pandemic, right? So tensions are high and there's a lot to consider about Black representation in art. But, like, my God, anything that's going to make me feel some kind of joy or light or... or feels like just remotely better than the previous representation we've had i'm like give it a hall pass like i can't i can't well, critique I think, it too harshly because i just need this level of, of joy and content in this time so maybe, i totally
0: feel what you're talking about uh
3: a little bit has changed i appreciate certain things a little bit more but for the most part no i'm, I'm watching and consuming when the you same hear way people
0: but when you hear people say certain things like uh you know the hurtful things in media and in 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 it doesn't affect you more. Like, it affects me way more now because I feel like everybody is well aware. Like, okay, I just saw something recently where a young lady is going crazy over her phone accusing a young young black kid of stealing her phone, Mm -hmm. right? And it really angered me because it was like, wait, hold on now. You know what's going on. There's a Mm -hmm. better way to do this, dude. What you're doing right now isn't the right way. There's a better way to handle all of this. You know what's, what climate this is, what's going on right now. And you're not even paying, you don't give a fuck. And that pisses me off. You know what I mean? When I see yeah. shit like that. Well, I think like, that's I not
3: can't... really media. That's something somebody like captured, right? right. Like that's right. not squishy. But it's or turned anything.
0: into media, though. You know what I mean? It's now turned into something to invoke. Well, that you...
3: is a much broader conversation, yeah. which right, right, right. I yeah. don't a thousand percent disagree with you, but <laughs> it's a much broader conversation than what I think we could tackle here. I, right. I, I think I've always been sensitive to that stuff. Like, I mean, if you're gonna come yelling at children who are just being kids, like I've always found that the extra,
1: right? I don't get it. Um, What about you, Daniel?
4: Um, I think, you know, inherently one thing that has affected my media watching is just the climate of the world from a health standpoint, every movie or thing that I watched from the past, I just look at and be like, can you believe all those people are so close together? <laughs> can you believe that we were just so accepting of like this or that or the other thing? Right. Like, uh, you know, one thing I saw, one thing I saw recently, people, someone on Twitter was saying, can you believe that we all just like went bowling like sticking your <laughs> fingers into the bowling ball that someone else, you have no idea that we all just did that and then ate our chicken fingers and mm, 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 right <laughs> after bowling that ball. So I think, you know, anytime I watch something from a year ago and beyond, there's that, and that's definitely going on in the back of my head. And going forward, I will definitely be considering that and the safety of everybody around in production.
0: Do you think yeah. movies should be do you think movies should be conscious of that? Do you think do you think movies should go back to the way they were before compared to what's going on now like should movies tackle the fact that corona happened and sanitizing your hand and washing your hands and you know what I mean because when you go and watch a movie and somebody does that the whole audience is going to be like oh my god so fucking no I
1: know it's a question because I'm I'm hoping to shoot my film this coming summer and I, I don't plan to address COVID at all because I imagine it will come out a year from the summer, and uh, with God willing, uh, universe willing, right. COVID will be tackled. Um, and I don't want my film to be like, oh, it's a COVID m- movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. You think of like, you know, you think of shooting something. I agree. I, everything I watch now, I'm like, oh my god. We wa- we were watching the show called uh, Every uh, Somebody Feed Phil. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's a really yeah. funny food show. And uh, he's like literally sharing a fork with a stranger. And uh, we, we, everyone, we just like, when the room gasped, we were like, oh my (laughs) God. Just really quickly on that
4: very point. I think sometimes the best movies exist in a world where like the the situation of the world isn't the focus. It just happens to exist in that world. I think like, you know, you think about kind of Cloverfield, the monster movie Cloverfield, tried Mm -hmm. to do a good job of telling a story in a world where a monster movie is happening rather than making the movie about the monster, maybe not the best example. But I think as we see movies going forward, there will be movies that exist in the time of COVID. But if there are movies that are about COVID, it's just going to be contrived and boring and lame. But seeing a movie that exists in this world that's about something else, I'm interested to see how that's tackled yeah. because that was yeah. a part of life. And so how we yeah. decide to tackle that in film and uh, media, I'm interested. So
5: they made, they made a comment in that other podcast about how, they were watching old episodes of Magnum PI, and uh he's and the guy was like, Jason was like, everyone in that show is dealing with Vietnam, you know, years and years later. And his thought was like, you're, you know, you're gonna have like a character dealing with the pandemic. Like what, what was going on in their life during the pandemic? I don't know. It was, I thought it was kind of an interesting thought. To yeah. Like, yeah. but I, I agree, Zach. You're not gonna make a COVID
1: film necessarily. Well, some, right? somebody, somebody will. Somebody, somebody will. But somebody and, I, will. and I think and I think that also they'll do both things. Someone will make a film about. Plenty of movies about COVID, but then, like in your Magnum PI analogy, there'll be art of all types, whether it's a, 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 a PI show or or in a little dark indie, where COVID is a, is a character. Just the 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 trauma, the emotional trauma of what's happened to the Earth um, for what will be two years or more, um, I think, is going to be something a lot of artists make art about. One hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, Cam, what's your next question for, for the group? Well,
5: that was actually my, my other question was, do you, do you see art changing? Um, All of y'all are in different types of obviously um, art. Um, And I know there's obviously the low hanging flute, like fruit, like I assume like, you know, dance floors for DJs are not going to be completely filled maybe, but do you see it changing um, coming out of this on the other side because of two or two and a half years of being in it?
0: I never really thought about that. I don't think.
1: I think. I think. Eventually, people will go back to nightclubs and people will go back to theaters. Um, I, I. I. I don't think any of that's dying that quick. a death, people love dance. People love to go see movies together. People like me are obsessed with live theater. Wait, hold um, on. Let me get this straight, Zach. You feel like the movie theater is going to make a
0: comeback again?
1: I think the movie theater as a as an experience for blockbusters is going to outlive us. Okay. Um, I do think that. Um, the idea, even I, who love movies, when I see when I see the trailer, I go, I'll wait till it to be on my big screen TV um, because I don't – it's not a film that, for me, I want the theatrical experience. But then, for, then 1917 came out. I actually watched the screener because I had the award screener for it. And I went, holy shit, I have done this film a disservice. I want to go see it on a big-ass screen. Mm-hmm. So I think there'll always be – at least for our lifetime, an experience that someone can go have and go see a movie on a big screen. um i I think that uh, v- uh, the the business they'll do for smaller films that aren't about spectacle will will dwindle.
0: yeah, it's just I have a hard time thinking that people will go back to theaters, and i and I hope they do go back to theaters. i don't I don't want to jinx this, but it's just that's one of the dirtiest places you can go as far as hygiene goes. You go to Tibet. Like the bed. Like when you sit down
1: and the arm rests next to you. Well, COVID will be tackled. I mean, it, it, how long uh, is the question? But it will be conquered.
0: Okay. Well, it 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 needs to be. We need I mean, listen, and I hate to get political. I, I don't want to get political about this because I don't think this is a political statement. But a hundred million vaccine a hundred million vaccines shipped to the US, how many people have been inoculated? How many people have
4: received a, a, a COVID yeah. vaccine? A million people.
0: Okay, so one million out of a hundred
4: million, out of three hundred million. I see where you're going, though, because the thing is, what I did read earlier today is that, like, at the current rate that we're that we're giving out the vaccine, we're not going to give out the vaccine in total for ten years. If we That's wanted what trying to, be to tell you, it, man, right? I know, but to...
1: okay. But in in defense of in defense of human beings and global logistics, I I think that it will be begin the the, the, the if you looked at the graph, it's going to start picking. I mean. I, I, not to be political, but of course, I, I have a feeling when Biden takes over, um, there might be a few smarter people in the room to uh, to kick up the distribution. But but even if it wasn't, even even if everyone in this current administration were well intentioned and doing their best at 100, percent it's still a pretty massive undertaking to 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 give the COVID vaccine to 300 million people.
4: Yeah, it's going to be an enormous undertaking. Also, just to correct, because people will undoubtedly come at us, it's two point one million people as of the recording. Two point one million people in the U.S. Yeah. have received their COVID, and vaccine. we've
0: gotten not. Uh, so let's make sure we're clear on that. If you, I, like I said, I don't want to offend anybody by my numbers. These are the things that, before I would just be like, "Fuck it!" It's such and such and such and such. I don't give a fuck about facts. Right. But th- nowadays, it's very important. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah.
3: To Zach's point, like you're going to want to see a horror film in a theater again. Like you it's not so? the same. It's not the same watching a horror movie at home by yourself. You're like, oh, it's it's kind of scary. But when you hear three hundred people gasp in a movie theater, there's nothing is replacing that presence. How will that be packaged, delivered, and sold to us is going to change drastically. My guess is we're going right. to see a spike in low ink, like the the dollar theaters and things like that that are cheap and running very old movies and things like that. Because and then we'll see obviously a hike in the very expensive. You can get booze in a like food items and yeah. things delivered and there's smells in the air, whatever they can do to sensationalize and get more money because theaters are going to have to adjust post pandemic. But they right. will adjust. They'll still have audiences. All
0: right, here's a great example, Joel. If you had to go to if you went to the movie theaters to see Wonder Woman nineteen eighty five, would yeah. you Four. be piss whatever it was. When you walked out, wouldn't you be pissed off? Mm.
3: No, I went to see – I understand that sometimes movies are going to be bad. I'm a movie theater goer. Again, I don't know. I'm probably a biased person. I'm a film critic, so I really right. have to pay for a movie. But even when I do, I'm like I go in for the experience of like I can't see a movie. And Wonder Woman, to Zach's earlier point, gives you so much to talk about. You could critique that movie 7,000 different ways, so many things to discuss. It ain't cats, though, man. It ain't as bad as – like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like it's not it's sad, think it's, the, I think the it thing that's like, like, really
1: – the thing that's killed... It's bled, other- right, that's what I'm trying to say. It's By the way, Kristen Wiig was, was a cat. <laughs> I was expecting her to be like, because jellicles can, and do. So that, 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 he is a curious beast.
5: James James Corden comes falling down, you know, whatever, it's cool.
1: The person who put uh, Kristen Wiig in a movie and did not allow her one opportunity to be funny needs a hand slap. Yes. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code RealFriends at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas, only at Tacovas.com.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: All right, Cam, how can we... It's time for everyone's favorite uh, segment in South Carolina, especially. (laughs) It's time to fix your
2: life.
5: Life.
1: (laughs) Cam, we're here for you. How can we help you? We are professional therapists.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't. Well, you're talking to three professional
5: therapists and Donald. Yeah. Yeah. I I value your your judgment, Donald, um, for good or bad. Uh, so if it's you
1: know, about weed or star wars we have an experience. i got you <laughs> Ooh, well we i don't want to be on too long
5: uh so uh, it, I, I hate to go down the rabbit hole of always asking the love questions but uh and as my sister sex next to me I'm oh sure it's our gonna,
1: specialty it's our specialty I'm
5: sure she's gonna roll her eyes but uh, is your sister I, next to you yeah she's right here
1: oh hi sister what's up sister hi. that's my sister caroline
5: um uh, yeah, caroline? Uh, so uh, I'm I'm 37. I'm the middle child. My sister is younger. I have an older brother as well. Uh, they are both married and have not one but two kids. So the second yeah. one is on the way for both of them. Uh, so I'm the lone single sibling left in the family. And not that there's a lot of pressure from the parents or from other family members, but some. Uh, and and I guess my roundabout question is, uh, I don't know if some of them feel like I'm too picky sometimes with finding a girl. Um, and then it's I, for I, the I guess rest I, of your life, dude. Yeah, man. So me- I know, and I say that because I, you know, there's this idea of like, when you know, you know, and everybody has their story, right? That, that, whatever it may be, I feel like when people get married, or when they, they get together, they're like, you know, it never would have happened because of this and this. And I feel like I've had those moments, but then it hasn't banned out. So I'm like, is that a real moment? Was I fooling myself? Was I not, you know, and so I guess that's the idea a little bit, if that's a question at all. Um you know, I guess that when you know, you know is a true statement. Maybe, but yeah. I just am I too picky? You know, like
0: no, I don't no. think there's such thing as too picky. But you got to realize that that it's it, it. You know, it's a two way street. So where at where you're picky and your cup of tea might present itself, uh you might not necessarily be that person's cup of tea. So, um uh, but also, can I say
1: something? You. We all are subscribing to this societal construct that there's something wrong with you if you're your age and you found, haven't found your person yet. And I think step one is you have to just let that bullshit go. Yeah. It's because of kids, though, man. It's because of kids. Okay. Okay. And that's the, okay. and that's you the know only
0: what? reason, though. Because it's, all, it's all When you shit, get older, we were... it's maybe a little bit more difficult to have kids, and that's the only reason why, Listen, buddy.
1: Just as let me just say my thoughts. Just as you were programmed, I'm sure, that this was the right religion for for our family and this is what we believe. And look, there's a book that says it all and these are the rules and and XYZ happens if you're good and ABC happens if you're bad. You were also programmed that by age 30, you better be married and be thinking about having kids and you better stay with that person for the rest of your life. And I just think a good starting point for the conversation is – Just as I don't know if you're religious or not, but just as Donald and I, for example, are secular and and don't and chose not to subscribe to that aspect of what we were fed. You can also say, guess what? What if my path is that I continue leading the life that I have with enjoyment? I continue dating. And holy shit, what if I find true love at 45? Mm. What if I'm what if I I have a kid? By the way, I have a good friend who started having kids at 50. I've never seen the guy happier in his whole existence you know Gary Donald mm-hmm. um so you don't know what's coming for you now we can give you strategies for uh, some some ideas on how to on how to up your chances of meeting the person but i think the first step would be letting go of like i'm in the wrong because of what society tells me i'm supposed to be doing
5: yeah and well and coming from the south i feel like it was like all right, you graduated from high school. You go to college for four years. You graduate from college. You get the job. You get the white, white picket fence. And yeah, by 30, it's all in line. And I'm way past that. And it's been a, I, I understand, Zach, and I, it's a tough thing to let go of. But in the back of my mind, it, it like, you know, gnaws at you a little bit. Every well, time. what's
1: happening is that every day you're telling yourself there's something wrong with you. Mm. And also that white picket fence fairy tale is of the past, man. That shit Yeah, who the fuck wants right? a white picket fence? Nobody wants that shit no more. Not me. Right. No, I mean literally and figuratively. Who the fuck wants that? <laughs> no I one. think they're ugly. I actually have an old weathered one. They're beautiful weathered. I just don't like them painted white. Um, now, that's my, that's my speech on that. That's just my two cents. Because I, I, obviously it's coming from a place that I've thought a lot about. Because I'm 45. I have a, a girlfriend I'm in love with. But I'm 45 and haven't done any of the white picket fence of it all. And when I do hear the chattering uh, in my you've ear. done
0: you, you have done one thing that you have done one thing that what? is very and I think I you know what home. it is. I have a home and a dog. you've you, you've you, you, you put together quite a career and and that's right. and that's part of the white picket Finch fairy tale. and I think and I'm gonna be honest with you, I think that is part of the reason why so many people nowadays are having a hard time finding the uh, the person that they're looking for. Or the person that they think is out there for them, their perfect person. You have to focus on yourself. If you're unhappy, listen, I've been I've been in that relationship where it was like, let's make this work because maybe we can be happy if we make no man, you have to be happy first to be able to make someone else happy. You can't be a miserable person and then and and expect to find happiness in someone else. It doesn't work that way. That's mm-hmm. not how it works, regardless yeah, what, of what, regardless of what the movie says and everything like that. <laughs> that's not how it goes. Yeah, who you're you? You have to be confident in yourself. Yeah, first.
1: Yeah, and then I do those believe. I agree and I think that.
0: you're already there. And so I think, I think, I think, I, I don't think the problem is whether you want to, you know, why me? Why hasn't it happened for me yet? I don't think it's. I don't think you're ready for it yet. I think if you wanted it, you could go get that shit. Anybody Well, get that well I think what he's it. saying,
1: Donald, yeah. is I'm sure Cam, especially in that onesie, could go could go on dates and, and, and meet chicks to, to hook up with. But the onesie and the
0: mustache make you look fire. Listen, Cam, I'm sure what Cam... Or the, or the cops
5: get called.
1: What I think was happening is that Cam... Um, not with
0: my face on your body.
1: Cam, if you want these things, I'm sure you're dating. Oh, not COVID, but pre-COVID, I'm sure you were dating, right? Yes, and are, are yeah. you on any of the apps?
5: It's a love hate relationship. So some some months yes, some months no. Feel yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I can tell you that um, that of course you got to be you got to be on the field. You know, you can't be in the stands. You got to be playing the game, right? Right. Um, of course, because if you're if you're not, in, I mean, nowadays. You know, people don't want to go lean on a bar and yell to a stranger. I like your skirt. You can actually have a chance to to kind of get to know someone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Just sitting there giggling at me. Did you fucking hit that weed during our Wait break? Earlier. Did you hit the weed?
0: No, man. I wouldn't. I, I don't the know break. about you about what?
1: fucking hitting the blunt Listen, during. I want
0: breaks. you. I want you to be. I want. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. There will never be a time, ever, when we're making this podcast where, while we're making it. I'm smoking weed. Unless we all episode. agree no, that we're smoking episode. weed to, during the podcast. By the way, let's commit. I was say, I'm about to clip that. Holy let's Lord. commit. Hold on.
1: That's the wrong time let's, to get on. No, listen. we <laughs> should move. Once, once, once um, we're we're all um, injected and we and we're safe, I think we should do an episode where we get together in the same room and get high as balls and do the show.
0: Yes. Please. Okay. That's fine with me. It won't be any
1: different for me, it just be different for y'all. Okay. <laughs> All right, sorry. But back to Cam. Um, It'd be in
5: Donald's closet?
1: We can <laughs> no. have box this motherfucker. My wife it, might I be mad, but we can I have boxes, don't. this motherfucker. <laughs> well, maybe cuz the kids will be back at school. Um, Cam, um, one thing I just want to say is that you have to know that it's it takes work to sustain a relationship. It's not just like if it, I think one one thing, the one thing negative that's coming out of the apps is that everyone's just like pulling the roulette wheel. Uh, sorry, I think everyone's pulling the uh, one arm bandit. What do you call that thing? Slot machine. Yeah. Slot, everyone's right? everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, oh cool, she's cool. Yeah, we had a good date. Oh, I'm liking her. Oh, oh, she smokes. Drink next. Oh, oh, uh, oh, she was kind of obnoxious. To uh, you know, I, I, my, my point yeah. is people are people are. Are pulling the, the the slot machine so quickly, being like, uh, "Thank you, next," as uh, Ariana Grande said. Ooh, very good. Um, and and whereas if you are in pursuit of a committed relationship, it does take um, patience and giving giving something time to brew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've
5: been I've been guilty of that on some dates, so I understand what you're saying, exactly. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah,
1: there may be girls you went on a date with, and one thing negative happened, and you're like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> and that girl could have been fucking amazing. She might have had a bad night, yeah. right, Donald? Donald, you don't remember no, I, what it's like to date.
0: I, take... I, 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 I was just thinking about that. <laughs> or you might have ha, had a bad night, and yeah, you might want that yeah. second chance. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing. The first impression shit is it's it's. You always hear the story of well, the first impression was horrible, but the second impression—that's when I knew I liked the person. With these app things now, you're right, it is swipe. I don't I don't know, but I'm. I imagine that it would be with my kids at least. Swipe, 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 such and such and
5: such.
0: And, and it's like everybody's reading attributes. Nope. Next. And when did Thank you ever you, have that next when did when Thank did you ever you, next. When did you I'm ever so have that
1: for my ex
0: sorry? Right, but when did you ever have that uh that capability? You had to get to know somebody before all of that. And sometimes, when you got to know somebody, you were able to dismiss some of the attributes of that course. you're reading. You know what I mean? And so, that's the one thing that's a little bit uh, crazy about the, the 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 state of dating nowadays. This computer age, this uh, app age, it just seems like there's just a, there's there's a little bit of a disconnect because you're doing it through the wires of the computer. You're getting to know. I know, each other but I, I do I think don't...
1: it's I, I I'm very pro. I, I think you know, Daniel is one person. I have another friend. I, I I'm very. I've oh, seen I know peop- a lot of people that. I've seen have. people really find true love through it. So I'm, I'm not, not saying it can't happen. I'm yeah. just saying
0: there's steps that are you know what I mean. Whereas you had to make an effort just to see each other and talk to each other before. Now try, it's typing it on the phone. You try to I mean? match.
1: Try Match Cam because that seems to be the one I keep hearing works for people. And t- you know, t- Tinder, you know, I think it's just for people looking to hook up. You know, and I don't know, really know about the other ones because I've never been on them. But you never been on Bumble? I've never, I've never been on any of that shit. Cam, I recommend Match because I feel like that one. I seem to, I seem to have a lot of people. They don't, they should advertise with us because I've, I've, I've heard a lot of uh, people have success with that one. Fair enough. But anyway, Cam, the point is you got to put in the time and don't yeah. just. And don't just, um, especially now during <clears throat> the pandemic, there's no reason you can't be like laying foundation and flirting and, and getting yourself out there.
5: Yeah, I think that that's a good way.
1: I recommend an OnlyFans page, Cam. Yeah, also, also, don't be afraid to start. Just in Only the fans. onesie. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. in the onesie. Only One onesie photos. Donald, wow. do you Only realize that fans. every guest that comes on, you recommend they get an OnlyFans account? Well, I think that's <laughs> You're turning important. our guests into. <laughs> Only I if you're my
5: Donald, only under my first subscriber. my first yes. subscriber,
0: only if it's Donald.
1: Only if it's free. <laughs> I don't think I you got, can watch OnlyFans for free. Okay. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, yeah, you can. can oh, you can? They're free. they're free. I've done my research about this, I know, only I clearly this thing have. about OnlyFans. <laughs> no, I looked when What's-Her-Name got it and one made all that money. I was curious. I was like, what is Did this? you subscribe? No, I wasn't going to give her money. but I, I, That was I, the thing. Did you subscribe to OnlyFans? She was the first person. What's her name? What's that girl's name? Bella Thorne. Bella oh, Thorne was the first person that made me go, what the fuck is this? And I looked it up, but I didn't Did pay anybody. Did you subscribe anybody. to OnlyFans, no. though? No. right? Did I you? haven't
0: subscribed to OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> I have not even... Like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, man. There are a bunch of people in... I just spit on my camera. Look at that shit. That shit I just... That's oh. <laughs> fine. didn't see that. <laughs> we gotta, there are a bunch of people in uh, on Instagram mm-hmm. that have OnlyFans, and male and female. And I'm like... Why would you get an OnlyFans? I don't understand. You know what I mean? And then I heard about the money you can make. Why? And it's like, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. wait a
1: second. You could make some money on OnlyFans. Yeah, Fans. people want to see naughty shit. I mean, that's they just don't necessarily have to do naughty. Yes, From you do. You don't, have to, you don't have to like beat off, but you have to like show something. I got. I got to show. I got to show junk. I think Joel not you know, no, well, you don't, you so, don't Joelle, what are anything. people paying for if they're not seeing Well, see, Naughty here's Bits. the
3: problem. Here's the problem is that people, like celebrities, are like, oh, I'm doing an OnlyFans. And everyone's like, oh, Naughty Bits, dope. I will pay $100 for that photo. And then they get the photo, and you could have seen that on Instagram. And you're like, what the hell did I just spend $100 for? So you can go on there and post whatever you want, but customer satisfaction varies.
1: Right, but you haven't answered my question, Joelle, which is, what am I seeing on OnlyFans as a satisfied customer, that doesn't mm-hmm. involve nudity. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, okay. it
3: wasn't intentionally designed for this. Originally it was supposed to be for like artists and stuff. Uh, yeah, but but the sex, sex workers work came work and, and made it. No great. matter what. No matter what anyone
1: invents, they're like, okay, now how can we use it for sex?
3: <laughs> it's
4: just like Patreon, and Patreon also has this as well. There are people who sell, you know, sex work on Patreon. It's just mm-hmm. OnlyFans became something that seemed more for that. Yeah. But even so, their platforms feel are almost like, identical.
0: I feel like you're, you know, what is it? Two birds with one stone? Yeah. Only sure. fans, you're meeting people, meeting new people. No, I don't think he should go on only fans. And two, you're making money. So let's, let's just get down
2: to
1: it. Don't take his advice.
0: It's the American way. <laughs> oh, God. All right.
1: On that note, Cam, you are welcome. You're, You're welcome. Well, thank Cam. you. I and we hope it. that you'll, when you finally uh, meet someone that you uh, have some stronger feelings for than just the hookup, I hope you'll let us know and, and check in. Definitely. And I do I think will. that you should use this, this opportunity, this moment uh, that you were on uh, the podcast, wearing our, our, our faces <laughs> on you as a means of hooking up with with your new lady. If there's like any
0: girl out there that you want to talk to right now, yeah. If you, I, I, I don't mind putting pressure on you, Cam.
1: No, With I'll do. What i mean. I'll do what
0: your sister <laughs> no, no, and your no, brother. No. Oh no, you don't want to, You don't, <laughs> don't want to. That's don't okay. not out. Call out
1: anyone specific's name in South Carolina. We if call it, out people all the time. You like, know who you this, are, girl. This Malika. will just be a good,
5: good story for a date, right? Like, right, This a great story. By the way, by the
1: way, and by the way, and this goes, is how hey, yeah. you end the story. You go and and then and then after they gave me that advice, all I could think about was you. Oh. oh wow, doing it, man! You just wow.
3: it. It's <laughs> ruined.
1: Mic drop. Mic drop. Daniel, please add it. the sound of it. a mic drop. That it
0: can't work shit. now. Why? It, she because you just used
1: it, man. Mrs. Cam doesn't fucking listen to this podcast. Not,
0: if they're gonna work out, they, she probably does, man. They probably have that in common. The podcast no. is what's gonna bring them together. She listens
1: to the Office. We podcast. fixed
0: Cam. <laughs> No man, she listens to the Scrubs podcast. All right, we
1: got to go because I have to pee, Ew. and we've really done the show. Cam, you can stay for the end because we pretty much did the show. It's a weird one, but we laughed. I appreciate it. Can, can I? want to go on a date. Uh,
5: real quick, real quick. I, I just I appreciate y'all. Joel mentioned Ted Lasso earlier, but this podcast definitely came along at the right time for me. Obviously, right when the pandemic started, and for my mental health, has been a blessing every week. Um, I thought a lot about Jimmy V and what he said in one of his speeches on ESPN about mm. you should laugh, uh, think, and have your emotions move to tears every day. And it's a full day. And this podcast definitely does those three things for me every oh, time I oh, listen. You. So I, I appreciate all of y'all. I appreciate all, that. The
1: Listen. Other, there is no nice better. There is course. no better compliment, Cam. And if you're out there and we, we are making you laugh, and um, and I I can't tell you. There's no thing that makes Donald and I, and I'm sure Joel and Daniel, but I can I can definitely speak for Donald and I. Nothing makes us happier than hearing somebody say that. So mm-hmm. thank absolutely. You. It's mm-hmm. also
0: just for selfish purposes. My, you know, just for this. You're right, Cam. Like just for us to be able to get together once, twice a week. And talk to each other, you know. In this time, I don't see a lot of people. And I, you know, I, I, I was starting to hang out with Zach again, and then you know we got locked down and stuff like that. So I definitely appreciate what you're
1: talking about, Kim. I, I totally feel you, man. Cool. Thanks, man. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and um, we'll be back uh, with more soon. Wait. So, but, yes. but
0: before we go, last week we did five, six, seven, eight, and people got pissed. I think.
1: Okay. I think we did, but uh, we did. I trust. I trust. We did you. not. We didn't. All right, so That's Donald, a... do you want me to do it? Because I've been a while since I did it. Get your mouth ready. Let me warm up. Baby, okay. baby, bye, boo. Baby, 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 boo. The lips, the tip, the the tongue. The lips, the tip, the teeth, the tongue. Whether whether it be cold or whether whether it be hot, we'll be together. We'll be together, together, with, together with Whether with whether we like it or not, like it or not. Do you sit in solemn right, All right, ready. Ma, 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 ma. Five, six, seven. Eight. Some stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tecova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners.